Hello, everyone, and welcome to Griplock Foundation Disc Golf Weekly Podcast. I'm Hunter, joined as always by Trevor and Connor. Before we get into today's episode, let's take a moment to thank our sponsors. Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and our sponsor, Manscaped, is here for you with the best tools to get yourself ready. This V-Day, it's time to join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, with our exclusive offer. You can go over to manscaped.com and use the code GRIPLOCKED for 20% off and free shipping. The holidays went by so quickly. Did you remember to take care of your package with the best tools for the job? The performance package 4.0 from Manscaped is just the thing that every guy needs in their life to make each day uh, and every day a little bit more special. The number one product in this package is the Lawnmower 4.0. This electric trimmer is designed to trim hair on loose skin. And get this, the trimmer's advanced skin safe technology reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate nuts. It even has a 400K LED spotlight, which I don't really know much about four, or 4,000. Excuse me, four thousand. What what K are we dealing with here, Connor? Kelvin is that's a big not deal. really how we measure these. No, uh, no, no. Just, these just video just, lights. Just, just if you just estimate. Well, if K, I don't know what K stands for. But does it just like give me a K? It's here. not Kelvin because Kelvin it's doesn't Kelvin. have to do with brightness. What is right. K, what is this? K, what does that do? With? That is set to like fifty one hundred. Fifty one hundred K. So basically, you're going to be holding a, a flashlight that might as well be these soft boxes. It's exactly. not quite how it works. It's exactly. Well, how it works. I don't know. I just I got the information in front of me. It looks like that's how it works. Yeah. Uh, so basically, you can shave anywhere your heart's desire. And did I mention it's waterproof too? Yeah, and this package also includes the weed whacker nose and ear hair trimmer to whack all the worst of your weeds. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts, their shed travel bag and anti-chafing boxer briefs to keep your boys stored comfortably. Uh, to complete the perfect package for your package are liquid formulations like the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner. Start your day off with a deodorant for your boys and stay cool all day with toner to keep you feeling your best all day and night. These formulations will also have your balls smelling like a king on the big day. Boom. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code GRIPLOCKED at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code one word GRIPLOCKED. Join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is really sneaking up on us. Yeah, it really is. Your wife's birthday is It's my wife's Valentine's birthday Day. as well. It's, a, it's, a, it's the double whammy. It's a twofer. My wife's yeah. birthday is on Halloween. Hall- Halloween. Hall- wow. Halloween. Hall- Halloween. Halloween. My wife's birthday is on Halloween. 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 <laughs> Every time somebody accidentally pronounces something like... But no, that they pronounce it correctly, but they get like the enunciation the, wrong. Like wrong. yeah, where you the emphasis emphasize. Yeah. yeah, that's like the funniest thing to me. I do it a lot. <laughs> like whenever you get frazzled, you'll just say like a word and just say it in a new way that it's never been said before. Like bojangles or bojangles. Bojangles. I say that ironically. Yeah, because it's just or funny. Hobby Lobby or Hobby Lobby. That was that a, t- that's a tough same. one. That's a tough one. I say Hobby Lobby, and Trevor says Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. There's a difference. I think I say it the same as Trevor. Yeah. Hobby or if Lobby. you say Chick-fil-A or Chick-fil-A. Yeah. That, Chick-fil-A. There is, that is a big one. Yeah. Well, but I think the the Halloween one was weird was I said <laughs> I said it fast. <laughs> I think I said it fast. No, that was new for sure. That's the funniest one I've heard. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> it's more like like Halloween. It's, like the more syllables, the better. I added an ING. You sound like word. a narrator because once for you mess like up one- Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Once you mess up like weird. one of the syllables, you have to just keep going. Yeah, just so the flow. more syllables in the word, but then the I couldn't figure out the actual word. None of that matters. Let's get into some off-season movement. Uh, we don't have any because this whole segment Katrina is dragging her feet. Where, when is Katrina Allen going to announce and where is she going? Don't know the answer. She's either smart questions. though. She's playing the long game, and she's this is basically what Ezra did essentially. That what was that two years ago now. Was it two years ago. Yeah, I think so. It's been eighty years. But I, so where, 
I forgot when we were talking about Katrina Allen, I was starting to lean towards MVP, but I forgot on like a Reddit thread and a Facebook comment, one someone who's like affiliated with them or works yeah, for them or I something like something confirmed this. that Katrina Allen's not going to let MVP. Me, let me just say, and we love MVP here. We're big MVP guys. MVP's yeah. awesome. But I've never even thrown his whoever in whoever denied MVP. that allegation. Why did you do that? Because there's no, there is no harm in people assuming like that's good for your company that people think that a top pro is going to you. And the more that people are talking, saying MVP, MVP, MVP in, MVP. in threads, that MVP. is good for your company. You don't need to go in there and say it's not happening. Like, so, but my thing is like, why did you do where that? Where does that leave? Like, where does that leave her possibly going? Discraft, uh, but Discraft, Discraft just left. But if Discraft picks her up and signs you to a bigger contract than Kristen and Kona. They might have no no Here, cash, but here's the, yeah. I say they. I think they're cash rich, and maybe they're just like signing everybody to like short enough deals that they know they can cover themselves, even if they don't like. I mean, they're building a super team right now. I don't know. Maybe maybe Discraft has like low key like investors or something. Here's a question: Are they going to go public in disc golf? I want to see somebody in disc golf go public. <laughs> Remember when Paul was going to Discraft and we all thought that Discraft we all, was public? Whenever Paul was going to Discraft, yeah, Hunter told like me and, and another guy that we were because we were all at a college tournament and that's when hunter told us um and we the very first thing i thought i was like is discraft public because i was like we you could. convinced me discraft was public i was like i don't think i did that i was yeah. like I, I think i might have said i bet they are because i was like i don't know why i didn't know anything yeah, about the disc golf I, business back we were then. crazy <laughs> we were just, i was just a disc golfer i didn't know anything about the business side but and i was like i was like how would they like how would they know like what if I like I was like they're not gonna they're not gonna audit me if I just you know make a trade for a few thousand bucks. Well, that was the thing that you said. I was like, that's literally insider trading. Like we we have yeah, information no, we aren't allowed to trade on. I was just banking on the fact and the IRS Trevor's would care. Like, but, <laughs> Trevor's like, but who would care if like a college student put in fifty bucks into a discraft stock and right. it turned nobody, into a few thousand? Nobody. He's like, no one's not, no one's auditing that. And nah. then I was like, well, you might be right. So then we looked it up and they were nobody's, they were public. nobody's public. We I wouldn't have actually made the trade. Should we go public? IRS. I would not have done it. I'm too. I wouldn't have done it. No, yeah, you were closer though. I was like, there was at least another bridge from. It's like on LinkedIn, you have like your second connections and your third connections. Yeah. I was like the third connection. Yeah, so I I, I was in clear. And I would have sure laundered the, the money too for sure, but <laughs> I would have just had like I would have had like a distant relative. I would have uh, laundered the money. That's for sure. I'd have cleaned that money Dude, up. <laughs> okay, I saw this. Uh, this has nothing to do with disc golf. But it's fine. You guys ever hear? I the saw this thing on TikTok. Uh, mattress this... stores being money laundering. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay. I saw just this, this uh, <laughs> person on disc on uh, TikTok that was like. Get, like it was like that sound where everything's going good and then it's like boom and then like you know what I mean there's a lot of them <laughs> like that <laughs> anyways where everything's going good so she's like standing there smiling and it's like got hired for a new HR position mm, okay. and then it's her laying on the floor after the bump and it's like uh, got put in jail for two years for embezzling money I was like Ooh. wait what the friction you missed a whole lot in between there well I mean <laughs> hey if you're working in HR I guess you feel like you can get get away with it but then everyone was responding like yeah i'm terrified i'm gonna get caught for embezzling money i'm like what you don't Why just like comment yeah, yeah yeah well, well also well, probably a good start be not admitting it if you're terrified like it's pretty obvious if you're stealing money from your company yeah it's not that difficult mm-hmm. just it's don't, not like just don't put money in your bank account or take it from the register <laughs> yeah like, like that's pretty straightforward oh my god anyways uh the question i was about to ask was how much are we embezzling? That was the question. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll, let me see I'll tell statements. you. <laughs> uh, no. In disc golf, so like when Discraft signed Paul, yeah. Discraft's stock went to the moon, mm-hmm. right? Metaphorical stock. 
not real stock. Can we? we but their website with disc golf stock. That'd be fun. And we control the stock prices, and it's just like a fun money thing. Like it's not real money involved. That would be a good time. But their brand <laughs> went way up, right? <laughs> Once you start adding in more players, at what point? Like it's a. At what ceiling? point is it a reach the diminishing return? Right. To where like you have Paul and you have Paige. Mm-hmm. Does adding? Let's just say that they are able to land Katrina Allen. Does adding Chris Dickerson and Katrina Allen? add anything to their brand yeah i this is a good point i would say like you got like the paul move and like those of you who aren't watching big spike you got the page big spike and then you've got dickerson little blip compared but to you're that. paying him like a big spike right almost. exactly you're paying him because he deserves uh, the you're money paying him big contract but his impact is not the same spike so yeah it's like where where is that line of like is the money worth what he does for the brand i don't think Cause like the first, I don't know their financials. That's where it's tough. Cause it's like if Discraft is like, we just did so much better than everybody last year that we have the money to pay these players, and we're gonna do it, and we can afford it, and like just take that, everybody. Then awesome. But if what I suspect is true, which is that I think they're a little bit in over their heads because they're making about a bajillion different discs to pay players. They're not about to go under. That's not what you mean by over their head. Okay, if you if you mean that, that's just silly. No, I don't mean like tomorrow, okay. but I mean like in a few years when they no. still have all these no. contracts. I'm telling you, man, you got to be careful. It would not shock me if if you sign. What what happens? I think their profit margin will become slimmer because I think that a lot of these players won't make as much money as they do now. I, but profit margin becoming slimmer because you got to remember, Discraft has ultimate money without paying anyone for it. Yeah, no, I mean that I, that's not going to magically no, dry up. No, the company up. of uh, yeah, the company of Discraft, yeah, you're right. It does have that safety security blanket, but I don't know. I I it just seems like they're getting in over their head because they're signing so much more players than anybody else. And the only other company that has similar money, Innova, is doing the exact opposite, which yeah. is either a genius level play because we actually we talked about it last week on the podcast how we were like really confused with Innova but then yesterday in the office we kind of started talking me Hunter and Brody were kind of talking about Innova and thinking you know maybe they're actually on to something with this like maybe they're kind of like waiting out the storm in a sense like seeing the crazy inflation of these players and thinking you know maybe they think that the bubble is just going to pop eventually and they're going to be able to scoop in and maybe maybe the disc golf salary, this is kind of something I was thinking about. Maybe the real disc golf salary for like top of the line should only be 150000 a year. Maybe that is what it should be. And maybe Innova knows that and they're just waiting for the bubble to burst so that then they can start getting players at an actual, at the real value. I do think that for the good of the that. sport, mon- <laughs> money should be going into purses a lot more than it is going that, into that's players. The, that's the weird thing. That's the tough part. Yeah, there's no money in the purses. Um that was another thing we mentioned yesterday yeah. was like what happens when most of the top players that are winning events are all multi-millionaires and they're collecting $15,000 prizes for winning tournaments. Well, what's, what's confusing well, to me is stupid. like you <laughs> have eventually there's going to be more player because the parody in disc golf is getting bigger and bigger, right? Yeah. On FPO and MPO to where you have right now Ricky and Paul where they're both making a million dollars a year. Eagle might this year, last year he beat them on a pretty regular basis when he was playing tournaments eagle should by the today's standards though eagle should be making half a million dollars we well he should but kind of suspect the reason he's not making crazy money is well we don't know the money he's making yeah we but what i'm saying is like eagle will probably regularly beat them not probably he might he has a very solid chance of regularly beating paul and ricky or at least being competitive with them where they're all on the same playing field and he has a great brand 
So by today's standards, he's worth a million dollars a year. Yeah. Who can pay him a million dollars a year? Right. That's where things are going to get confusing because then Calvin, what if Calvin is doing the same thing or Dickerson to where they're like, hey, now we have six players that are winning. Are they're all every week in contention? They all have solid fan bases. They all have solid brands. But then it's like we can't pay all of them a million dollars a year because there's realistically, I think there's three companies or four companies that can easily. I wouldn't even want to say easily, that can't afford it. And one of them's Innova, and Innova refuses to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the other question, though, was like, a company like Dynamic is taking a bet on Rick mm-hmm. that basically he's going to be worth to them that million dollars a year. But Eagle to Dynamic, kind of what I was just saying, if Eagle came to Dynamic, then either Rick or Eagle aren't worth a million dollars a year to Dynamic. Like, yeah. once you have one top-tier right. player... The next few top tier players you get don't really do anything for your brand in retrospect or like in comparison because right, that top tier right. player brings in it's that just thing. Little bumps and they're little bumps, but you have to pay them. So yeah. it's almost like it's a team structure should almost be your top MPO and top FPO player, and then after a that you should have cast. like twenty five like players in like the twenty to twenty five in the world rankings be your next players. Yeah, because that in between space you're going to have to pay them a lot more money and you're not going to get that return because you're double dipping in the same audience that the top tier. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a very confusing space. It is very confusing. I, I think there is some sort of a bubble that is going to pop at some point because the weird thing too is like, it almost comes down to the timing of when players contracts just happen to end. Yeah. Or well, or they decide to end them for themselves um, based on like who's getting these deals because like certain players would be worth more like let's like for example like eagle is worth more than dickerson but eagle re-signed and like if certain players contracts would have been up this year or and they would have been open to signing maybe they could have got the expensive deal it's almost like who was just in the right place at the right time yeah to get the cap room that was available because that's the other thing is companies right now seem to be very like very eager and almost desperate to, at sometimes to to sign players when they can, like when they have the chance to grab somebody. I like. I wonder now too, like, like is there like bidding wars going on? Like, I, I don't know. I, it is very interesting, but it, yeah. The, well, I think the issue. It, I don't know. More so, I think the bubble that's going to pop is the way that that most companies, the new standard in how you like pay a player or make your money back is custom and signature yeah, runs. that's the biggest problem. The issue is, back in the day, we were actually talking about this with the Sex and Firebird last night, so I'm on debate night, but in general, back in the day, limited exclusive runs were very rare. Yeah. To where, if you got Ledgestone, great example, if you got a Crystal Sparkle Buzz from Ledgestone, that might be the only time you saw a Crystal Sparkle Buzz in like two years. Even Crystal oh, Buzzes. Yeah. I remember I went to a tournament oh, yeah. and I bought a $25 Crystal Buzz and it was like the sickest disc I'd ever seen. Yeah. And I, because you couldn't find crystal plastic anywhere. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Crystal Sparkle Buzz doesn't even excite me because I've seen it so many times because right. they're released over and over. Yeah. And so many different plastics, not just Discraft, across the board. And so when you have players that are signing and your immediate response is like, all right, let's start doing some custom stamps for you, let's start doing custom runs. The disc golf market isn't big enough yet to where like, well, it's just not you, growing as fast as the amount of discs that are getting exactly out there. to where now because it's a a good example too is um like Brody's Get Freakies right yeah first Get Freaky drops didn't sell out 
the first drop of anything typically doesn't sell out. Once it took a long time, it sold out. Once it sold out, the collector market happened of where people saw, hey, it's worth more than the 20 bucks I paid for it. Now it's worth 30. Right. So when the second one came around, boom, sold out. Why? Because you know I pay 20 for it. I, it's the same thing with Sex and Fiber. I pay 20 for it. The next day it's worth 30. So what that does is people who aren't fans of Brody, who aren't buying it for the Dark Horse logo on it, who aren't fans of Sexton, who aren't buying it for Sexton's name on it, mm-hmm. are now buying the disc because they know they can flip it. Yeah, They're buying the disc because they know it's collectible. And the people who are buying the collectible are buying it because they know the next year it's going to be worth more. So then you see Brody's Get Freakies, because they were so limited, get, boom, sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out, sold out. And then as it gets more and more hyped... He drops a crystal glow meteor or whatever, and you can't expect the same hype as they get freaky because it's a new market. Right. Sex and Firebirds, they were making a good amount to where they were selling out, selling out, selling out, selling out. And uh, now this year, because there's so much flooding on the market in general, a Sex and Firebird, I think you can still buy right now, 2021, Sex and Firebird. Pretty sure we oh, saw wow. them on retail sites last night. Uh, because the question that was posed was like, would you rather Might have, one. yeah, would you rather have one signature disc that sold out immediately or five? And I said one, because if I have five, and this is kind of the issue I think we're running into sometimes. If I have five signature discs, let's say I was a top player, I had you could buy a Hunter Thomas, Rock Three, Leopard Three, Destroyer, and Thunderbird, and they were just widely wildly available. The only people buying those are people who are fans of me. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. But yeah. if I have just a Hunter Thomas Thunderbird and it's a limited disc, if it sells out, then the next time we can make a few more and the next time we can make a few more. And because if they keep selling out, people who aren't fans of me are going to buy the disc because mm-hmm. of the collectability. Because right. like Sexton's a great example. 2015 through 2018, I tried everything to get my hands on Sexton Firebirds. Mm-hmm. If it was a wildly, widely available disc... I was a fan of disc golf. I was a fan of Nate Sexton, but I wasn't a big enough fan to throw a disc just because it had Sexton's logo on it. Yeah, people were buying them mostly. Like they were great discs, but people were mostly stocking up on them because they knew yeah. they were going to be valuable. I would buy and two. I'd flip one, and then I'd put one in my bag as a flex because, like, I was throwing a Sexton Firebird. I was freaking sick. Everyone mm-hmm. wanted to, but so again, good. it was I wasn't a diehard enough Sexton fan to buy like a Jomez big sexy stamp or something like that. Right. Right. But when it's limited edition, it sold out. I was. All of that to say that I think the issue some companies are going to run into is now that every player who joins Discraft is like releasing different buzzes or something. Then when I go onto the website, I want to buy a buzz. I have my stock buzz or I have 15 different players with their stamp on a buzz. And Chris Dickerson, great player. But if I'm a bigger fan of Paul, I'm going to buy Paul's buzz. So now you're kind of, it's, yeah, Brody was talking about this, and I didn't agree with him at first, but I think I do now. You're creating competition within itself, yeah. and basically your most popular player is going to win. And so now it's like, hey, we can't make money on Dickerson. It's a, The Ledgestone is even the best example, I think, of all time, because years ago, Ledgestone, super exclusive, super limited, couldn't get your hands on it. Now it's been done not by only Ledgestone, but like we've run custom stamp, custom run Discraft, Infinite's run it. OTB, all these different, everyone and their mom is running custom run Discraft. Yeah. To where when Ledgestone rolls around, it just doesn't feel that exclusive and special anymore. So what does it do? It's sitting on the shelf a little bit. Yeah. When like a few years ago, that's unheard of because you get, like I said, you get in a Crystal Sparkle Buzz. Pretty much. Yeah. You get in a Crystal Sparkle Buzz two, three years ago, sickest disc on the market. Right. Unbelievable. You get a Crystal Sparkle Buzz in now, it's like, yeah, I think I could use a backup. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, and it's, 
it's interesting because although they're like you mentioned, like the competition within the team, like it could be difficult for a guy like Dickerson. That the thing is, most of the pressure is being put on the companies because players are now expecting guaranteed money. What I've seen, the pattern seems to be that even the guys and and girls that have um, contracts that are super high with a lower guarantee, it always seems like they're making sure their guarantee is enough to, for them to have a good living. Yeah. That seems to be like what Dickerson mentioned in his post. So, you know, Dickerson can be like, yeah, I might not get the full value of my contract, but I'm that they, Discraft has to pay me no matter how many discs of mine they sell. Um, and it's putting Discraft in a little bit of a weird spot. Right. So like um, they're now with all this guaranteed money, essentially, um, the the companies are at the end of the day are going to be the ones liable for that. Uh, that's so. why the more I think through this offseason, the more I wonder if Enova's laughing at all of us. They might be. Because here's the thing They've that got I, me overthinking here's it. the thing I keep coming back to, and it's Enova's either idiots or geniuses. I don't know which it is. Well, I think the the, thing, I think they're just gambling a little bit. The thing I keep coming back to is if I'm Enova and Paul Macbeth leaves my company. And if that hurt me, sales-wise, drastically, there's no way I'm letting Ricky walk. There's yeah. no way. Mm-hmm. So what that, unless, again, unless Innova has to either be idiots or geniuses, because if I see that and Paul leaves and we just take, we tank, I'm paying Ricky whatever he wants. But they didn't do it. So what that tells me is Innova must know something by all their data points and stuff that we don't. Because well, last year, if you look at sales numbers from everyone who releases their like sales, Enova's still at the top of the leaderboard last year. Will it be this year? Well probably. Here's the thing. If if Innova gets the majority of their sales from sporting goods stores, and here's the thing that we don't know that they might know, they might have five years left on their deal with all these sporting goods stores. So they might be thinking, All right, see ya guys, but like, you know, we know that you know, 85% of our sales are going to come from a place well, that can't be touched for yeah. five years. Mm-hmm. Like, we've got time to rebuild. Well, another thing I've said is, because we talked about, like, Dick Sporting Goods and how Innova could be in trouble because, like, they'd put up a stanchion of dynamic discs and it well, says, like, two that, world, two-time world champion. That's Ricky. where I see the, the gamble. But here's the thing. If I walk in, I don't know anything about disc golf, and I see two-time world champ Ricky with dynamic, five-time right. world champ Paul with Discraft. Innova can still put 12-time world champion, Ken Climo. Right, right. Three-time right. world champion, Barry Schultz. You're not going to know those are from it's the 90s. The <laughs> only, Why would you care? You'd be like, yeah. oh, the best players throw this plastic. The only gamble would be if 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 Innova, like if their contract were to be up with, let's say, Dick Sporting Goods, because that's like the biggest example, it seems like. If their contract were to go up, the only gamble would be like if they were just assuming that they're just going to renew without looking at the market and like looking into disc golf to see what the pulse of disc golf is. Cause I think if somebody did do that and if somebody working there knew disc golf at all, they would think about switching to disc craft maybe, but I don't know if they would switch or just add. Cause like, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, that would, that could cut into Innova's share, but no. I don't, they, they probably know that's not the case. Heck, they probably have a great relationship with, with those companies. And, and you know, that, that probably, that just might be the case at the end of the day. In, in which case Innova is in a wonderful spot if they don't have to invest in players to be financially secure at this point. I think it hurts. I, I still think it hurts their image. Like you no, still it definitely hurts their you image. want like and I think they're losing potential revenue because I think everybody that's coming into the sport from Paul leaving to, to now is leaning towards everybody who's coming into sport eventually is leaning towards discraft. You know, once they get past the I just went to the sporting goods store phase. So I think they're losing potential revenue, but I think 
that as long as they're still shipping out, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of discs to sporting goods stores, then, you know, there's not there's not going to be a huge issue financially. And it does make them in like, it's, it's like basically having the salary instead of having like the freelance job, you know, like it's like just kind of knowing that you're comfortable because you've got that, that guaranteed money coming in. That's the other thing is like when, what they're shipping out to those sporting goods stores, it's just like always the same thing. It's the easy to make boring stuff. It's, I mean, that's, that's the easiest thing ever. As long as your production is up, like, I mean, that's just a piece of cake right there. You know, they're not having to push some special disc. I mean, like, there's something to be said for getting there first, you know? Like, the early bird gets the worm. That's what I'm saying, though. (laughs) I I just, a lot of people are talking about Innova, and we've been guilty of it, and saying how they, they seem like they don't know what's going on. They seem out of touch. But the more I just sit back and look at it, I'm like, that could be true. They could be out of touch, or we're all out of touch. And Innova is like, guys, y'all are a bunch of idiots. They have been doing this longer than everybody. Yeah. So it's like, they might just... They, they, it's going to be an interesting interesting thing. Back to the original question. Let's bring it full circle here. Bring it full circle. Where is Katrina? First off, I don't know which one of us is breathing into our mic, but my ears are about to rip these headphones off my ears because it's very annoying to me. <laughs> I don't know if it's me or one of you two. I but have no idea. Let's uh, all practice, right? I'm going to go first. Yep, that's it right there. All right, that was Trevor, it. you go. Nope. I hate to say it, Connor. <laughs> I hate to say it, Connor. I heard it yours quite loud yeah, as well. Yeah, maybe maybe well, you're I just turned harder. up. Maybe you're just turned up more in our ears. Your voice does I sound went, louder. I went in louder ears. there. Do you want me to turn it down? Turn it. Turn yourself down our ears a little bit. All right, fine. You don't get any. Beautiful. All right. No, um, nice. I actually still could hear you. <laughs> uh, when is Cat going to announce, and why is she waiting so long? Well, I think this is kind of like the what I was saying with the MVP thing. Like, why would you? deny allegations because the longer your company's name is on people's minds that's a good thing (laughs) (laughs) similar thing with cat why would you announce like you want to announce i think you should announce a little bit before the season starts to like help um maybe sell some discs like at the right time uh but like if the longer like right now the only thing we're talking about with off season is cat 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 that's all we're talking about and that's great for her true true like it's keeping her very relevant she's already throwing the discs Oh that's yeah! The only issue. Oh yeah! How has it not been leaked? I think it because like, how are people because not going maybe to the they course? finally learned their lesson. Maybe they finally are you saying she's throwing like a full blank bag? No, like I don't, I don't like. Maybe it is infinite, so she's still throwing her prodigy bag. So no, uh, no one knows anything because they're like, man, she's still throwing prodigy. Well, maybe she's just like, maybe she's just yeah, maybe she's throwing blank molds. Like that wouldn't be that would be pretty smart. Like if I were switching to somewhere and trying not to reveal it, I would just ask them to send me blanks to practice with. That's not a stretch, is it? Like, and and, yeah, no, I I think she's. It's got to be locked in by now. And well, it's definitely locked in. I'm just. Yeah, I I would. I would. I think it's either going to be Discraft or Infinite. I I still got this. I I, I'm more saying this because if I'm right, I want to be able to be like, I told you all, because no one's going to guess it. I still have this inkling of DGA. If it is, let's make a bet. Let's make a bet. What's the bet? That would Let's just say it'd have to be a very low bet because I'm be not crazy. that confident. In Let's the say if it's DGA, I have to change my putter to steadies for the rest of the year. But what do I have to do if it's not DGA? If it isn't DGA, you have to change your putter to steadies for the rest yeah, of the see, year. Yeah, see, no, that's way too big. Way too big. It's I'll not, put a blizzard on it. That's that's not big enough. That's how Okay, that, I'll do the steady thing if she goes DGA because I feel like the odds are definitely in my favor on this move. You would okay. agree with that. Yeah. But if she doesn't go to DGA, 
I'm not super confident. So you got to give me something that's like. If if she doesn't go to DGA, I'm going to think on it. We'll get back to that. I'll like wear a DGA hat for a podcast. That is so stupid. I used to have a DGA hat. By the way, I wish I still had it. It was like a flex fit. It was sick. It had a disc golf like their basket logo on it. Absolutely dope. All right. By the end, at the end of the podcast, you you'll tell me. You okay. got the rest of the podcast. Thank you. No way. This is it. You have to. You have to get me a Shasta Christ autograph disc. I don't care how you do it. You have to get you somehow get it for me. I think you could do it. I think you could pull it off. You could definitely. Pull I could probably find someone and like. You could definitely pull the strings get or Peter McBride. Oh, I could definitely get a Peter McBride one of the two. So I, I want, could just DM and be like, "Yo, I'll DGA, pay you twenty bucks." Two DGA me. legends. Peter uh, McBride, I don't even think he's with. He's not with no, DGA anymore. No, but he'd do it. Well, what, what about an Andrew Marweed signature disc? Because he's with DGA now. Autographed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fine too. Okay, so if cat if cat goes to DGA, I'm changing. You're changing the studies for the rest of the year. Yeah. If cat doesn't, which she most likely isn't, I'm then getting an autographed. Disc. I'll get you an autographed Andrew Marweed disc. Okay. There, deal. There we go. All right, that's fine. We can do that. <laughs> that makes sense. So I mean, she's probably announcing it. Wait, I, let, I need to. All right, we need to. I need to say this so we can clip it for Instagram and post oh. it. Like I say this super confidently. Look, guys, I'm just telling you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! No laughing during this. This is for Instagram. All right, all right? All right everyone. Okay. We need this for to go viral. All right, just everyone calm yeah. down. This is for this is for the good of the podcast. All right. Look, guys, I am telling you, you can laugh all you want. Katrina Allen is going to DGA. I don't care what anyone says. People are going to be crazy. They got that basket money, and they're drawing her in. It's her first sponsor, and she's coming home. This man, I've heard you say basket money so many times. What did hey, hey, it's been clipped. Do it doesn't think, matter. Do you think maybe matter. they have to use all that basket money to pay their players? I don't know. I don't even know if they have basket money. That's yeah, just my what theory. Even is that? Maybe just to pay their rent. I would be That's so, just my theory. It's probably, so blown away if she went to DGA. I would be, too. I would be, too. But Instagram's not going to know that. <laughs> your biggest, like, your only, the only thing that makes me not check you into a mental institute is because she, that was her first sponsor. Yeah. Otherwise, I put you in a home right now. Well, she also <laughs> could throw, you have to remember, she I'd could throw, right now. she could, she could, she could throw Discraft. Yeah. If she was like, with DGA. But like, it just, it just didn't, there's no way they have that much money. No, I <laughs> no agree. Way. I agree. They're going to have to pay her half a million total over a certain amount of years, at least. I agree. It would be the most shocking move of all time. I'm, I'm very, I really hope the numbers come out because we don't really know what Paige's contract is. When is Paige's contract up? Let's do some research. Nice. Remember whenever I used to? It's a red and link. I'm really yeah, excited. Used to, used to be the typer. <laughs> I'm really excited for when the uh, when the Finnish FPO players and uh, we yeah the two. Like obviously, or more so whenever Kristen's Estonian, but she just signed. But uh, when Hannah and Evelina like pop off, <laughs> that was a stupid. I didn't joke. even hear what you said. What did you say? Really you said uh, finish FPO players. And then Connor goes, "I'm more excited for when it starts." <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Thanks. Continue. But I'm I'm excited to see because um, at least. I, is Henna with Henna's with Innova? Henna and well. Evelina. Yeah, they're both with Innova. And what happens when they? dominate this season and then like is anyone going to pay them competitive fpo salary like compared to what Kristen got and what cat's about to get and what kona got multi-year deal (laughs) in 2019 (laughs) it's multi-year deal when page pierce multi-year deal 2019 why do i feel like it was a four-year deal why have i heard that i don't know maybe that's just a number that's sticking in my head okay um I can't find. I, I don't. Well, see it's got to be up in the year. next year or two, probably. Yeah. Unless she's. Re- what did she extend though? 
I don't know. I just searched old-year-old Paige Pierce contract. Hmm. Interesting. I feel like I remember it. for some reason I feel like Sports Illustrated as well. Resport yeah. reported that Paige earned 500,000 in 2020. I've heard that number thrown out. Well, that's on Sports <laughs> Illustrated. Yeah, well, her latest sponsorship, Discraft, multiplied her salary tenfold, and she made about five hundred thousand in twenty twenty between her sponsorship maybe, contract, maybe manufacturing tournament just, winnings. Sports just, Illustrated is kind of the TMZ. Well, it says of <laughs> that's funny. Uh, it says she made about five hundred thousand in twenty twenty between sponsorship contract, tournament winnings, and Patreon slash YouTube accounts. So Paige told her. Paige told them. This, yeah, I mean, you're not yeah. factoring in Patreon and YouTube accounts. If we pose as like a an actual media company, can will people tell us how much they make? Uh, yeah, my name's Hunter Thomas. I'm with the <laughs> LA Times. I'm just trying to get a uh, little bit more information on the contract. If you, you just, just sign, if you just want to send me like a W two, that'd be cool. Yeah, <laughs> if you can just send me your tax return you, yeah, from you last year, that would be that'd be are great. You paying taxes? Most likely to be doing tax evasion Hunter- on tour. That should be an in the bag. <laughs> That's no, the it's basically it. who's a bad slimy person. <laughs> no, because I, I think that some disc golfers just don't understand it. Because I've been told by not touring pros, people think that if you get paid in cash, you don't have to. Report I've been told it by income. multiple people that were like, "Hey, if you could pay me in cash, that would be great." Because I don't want to, I, that way I don't have to pay taxes on it. And I'm like, "That's yeah. not how it works." Yeah, you get audited. They're going to go to the PDJ like, site and if see I write you, you a check, which is they actually want like physical cash because they're like checks too trackable. But like if I hand you a six hundred dollar <laughs> envelope, you're you're getting a W nine from me, like I don't I don't care who you are. Well, it's six hundred dollars, six hundred one dollars. You're getting like if you if I pay out seven hundred fifty dollars to you, you're getting a W nine. Like I'm going, you're I don't care if you report it, I have to report it. Uh huh. Taxes, man. But people were like, yeah, dude, if if, if I paid everything in cash and make twenty five grand, doesn't matter, because then like I got a bunch of cash, I don't have to report to the IRS. I'm like, no, that's not how that works. Until <laughs> the IRS sees that you've got like yeah. two hundred bucks because in your account, thing but called, you're spending thousands of dollars. There's this little thing called the PDGA.com that has a record of your earnings, <laughs> and they, if they if you got audited, they could very easily find out if, how much you brought in. Yeah, I wonder if there's like like on the low like some C tier activity where guys are like paying off the tournament directors to like not to like say they didn't accept cash or something. Well, I have wondered that before. If like if someone's like, there, hey, it would hey, not. I'm gonna keep were, my AM status. So can you just? decline cash but instead of merch just give me the money yeah i would say it wouldn't be that difficult if he's like I'll, I'll slide you 40 bucks in my winnings well or if you're just like really good friends and the i'm guys gonna like, become, Dude, a, I I'm play become a pdga private investigator yeah all right well that topic went fun, way longer than i meant video. to let's get into some shelly sharp results you heard that we right. got results we got a tournament that happened and anthony barella looked freaking good as always king, in arizona the king the, the arizonian he's known king. as the king the king the, yeah they call him that in the boy my king mind. oh the, boy the arizonian king? boy king oh. uh anthony barella what? that's really catchy just they, rolls they off the, the tip yeah of your tongue. that's not you never heard that the Arizona boy I'm king. Being gaslit. Yeah, you the, are. No, Arizonian boy king. The Arizonian Why boy is he king. Because he's the king of Arizona, and he like he uh, until king. recently he was he's still a boy. He's the king of the world. All right, go ahead, keep going. All right, so the Arizonian boy king Anthony Barella. Uh, he went ten sixty two. We don't talk about ratings. He went 50, 53, 51, one by one stroke over Kayla Visca, who popped off with a forty seven final round to come up. Biggest story here. Drew Gibson came in third. Biggest story here. Adam Hammes. Is Kale the best disc golfer ever to be named after a vegetable? Yes. Probably. Okay. What's another one? Nobody's named Leek last time I checked, so. Go ahead. Why is that the first thing you'd go to? Uh, Adam Ham is finished in ninth. Seven strokes out of yeah, the lead. Yeah, that, that's not good. 
He struggled <laughs> final round 58. Well, you know what's funny is we all remember him popping off at the Shelly Sharp last year, but really it was just him making every single 50-footer. So it's not like he was even throwing that well. He just didn't miss any putts from anywhere near sight of the basket. So maybe he just didn't make the them this year. I watched the coverage this year, and I'm going to be straight up with you. No one, no one blew my mind. Rusty. No one looked incredible. Everybody, Anthony Barella looked pretty good, but he had some dumb mistakes. Everybody's rusty. Drew Gibson looked pretty good, but I did see him miss at least one like 15-footer. Dang it, Drew. Uh, Ham is Ham has looked shaky. I mean, he was he's in got, contention. He's got that big contract money. He was mm. in contention he's still, but... He's probably got a but, new bonus structure, too. Imagine, imagine your Ham is... They just, Discraft just handed you an extension, probably has like a fat A tier bonus, and you're thinking, I'm about to collect first A tier year. I own this A tier. And you, and you go out there and you realize, man, the weight of the world's on your shoulders. Second note, I heard like there's some like hype around Austin Turner returning to the tour. I forgot he was even in this tournament. He, he won the Myrtle like, Beach Open, he didn't came he? came in like 20th. Didn't he win the Myrtle Beach thing? Or did Dickerson win that? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Austin Turner. Had a lot of promise and then just kind of disappeared. Click on his name real off. quick, so I, can I don't know what happened. Click on his name, so I can. I think he got injured. Actually, he's a pretty sick lefty. Uh, Austin Turner, when he like got, what happened at the Myrtle Beach? Imagine he didn't did. He play even, it. I don't think he, he didn't even play it. No, he did. Myrtle Beach Thank Open. Goodness. He came in second. I thought it was cr- yeah. I think Dickerson beat him. He won the Charleston Classic the next yeah. weekend I, and then came in second at the Arizona right. State. He could get it back. He could get it back. He was yeah. I mean, he's sick. he's ten twenty eight rated. He was sick when he was like emerging on tour. Like he was like the next big thing. And, and then he uh, had uh, what was his disc? What was his like signature disc? I don't remember. <sighs> I like when I very first Supreme like, Flight ran a sick like Wolf stamp with him. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, it was like a Wolf Austin Turner Wolf stamp. I remember because like when we got when we bought Supreme Flight, there's still like thirty of them, and I put one in my bag because it looked sick. Did he have um, a vulture? Yes. yes, yes, that's what it was. He did. So uh, on FPO side, we had Jennifer Allen cleaning house, winning by nine strokes over Callie McMorrin, and then Owen Scoggins, who's in my FPO top twenty, I believe. Lost, Lost by, by 18. 18. Yeah, that's a tough look. That's for a you. tough look for me. But I also have Adam Ham is in my top 10. And I think I have him at like I think we 10. just need to, you know, I think we just need to take the Shelly Sharp with a grain of salt. This was just knocking off some offseason rust. Yeah, well, the Shelly Sharp last year made me think that Adam Hammes was going to win Worlds. Yeah, you sent out a tweet. No, last no, no. Year Remember what I tweeted? Said, Remember I tweeted he's going to win multiple times. I said he's going to win multiple times. And he was. And he, he was. A, he was a multiple tour crystal winner. Crystal ball. Crystal ball. Your dad, so, your dad called you out a little bit after you. I think that. I think I said he's going to win at least twice, and that's why it was he like called a little, you crazy. He called. He told me to pump the brakes. Yeah, I'm gonna find your tweet. And uh, guess what he did? He, he won, won twice. at least twice. All right, while so, I while I find Trevor, take tweet, that, Dad. Yeah, you proud of me now? <laughs> um, <laughs> while I find Trevor's tweet, it's time for Trevor's trivia. So what do you oh, got? Oh, okay. Today's segment: Trevor's tweet. That'd be fun. Is there a good way to search a tweet? Uh, like, can I find, search if you search, Trevor, if you just Google Adam, it, if you Google like Trevor Staub Twitter, Adam Hammers, Adam Hammers, that might that might get you there. No, no, like latest. on Google. Well, I I know that. No, like on the Google bar. <coughs> no, go to Google.com. Okay, the trivia today. We played this game once before, and it was really fun. Cool. So I brought it back. I didn't. I didn't get as many um, found it questions this time. That was really fast. It's got oh, rock. Paper, just gonna let y'all know ahead of time. Adam Ham is gonna win at least twice on the Pro Tour this year. Dude looks scary. What did he do? He didn't win twice on the Pro Tour. And what did he do? He won once on the National Tour. Okay, same but thing. same thing. <laughs> and your dad said, "Let's pump the brakes a little." He's played well, but he's beaten pretty weak fields on open courses so far. Did didn't, you quote tweet yourself? 
You yeah, I definitely wrecked. quote tweeted myself. It says quote tweet, but when I click it, there's nothing to see here. That's weird. I'm going to quote tweet I quote tweet tweeted it. myself and was like, why are you doing that now? What are you doing? Everyone remember, this is, you're, this is old news. You taking my Twitter cloud? All right, the game today we're going <laughs> to play is, I think, a favorite of Connor's. And it's, oh, sick. Is it Baseline? Oh, oh yeah. I, think I did like this game. That was fun. It also made me really nervous for some reason. Um, so this time I've, I've got five different plastics from some of our more obscure manufacturers that we're not uh-huh. as familiar with. And there's a simple question. Is it baseline? Is it baseline? Is it baseline? So the first plastic is called... What is going on out there? I think they're getting ready to paint. Okay. The first <laughs> plastic is called TPE... That's you, it. Do you give TPE? us brand or it's just TPE? No, I'm not going to give you the brand. <laughs> I might help you. You want to go first, Connor? Or like me? the letter, want, capital um, letters, TPE. Like it's an a, an acronym. I, <laughs> I have first. my guess. Okay, go for it. I, I think it's base. I am pretty confident it's baseline. See, I'm pretty confident it's premium. Wow, mm. it feels premium. TPE. What is it? What's okay. the deal, Trevor? <laughs> it is baseline. Yeah, mm. XCOM just, just discs. Like, XCOM. XCOM discs. What is that? It's a fan favorite. Yeah, um, trivia. All right. <laughs> the next, so one nothing to Connor. The Boom. next plastic is Whirlpool. Whirlpool. Is that me? No, it's you. You won. You go ahead. That is a premium plastic. I want to point back, so I'm gonna say baseline. I have no idea though. It is a premium plastic Ooh, from Wild frick. Discs. Wild Discs. Wild. Nothing. If Connor wins this next one, he wins by default. Boom. There's, There's only, only five. five? Yeah. <sighs> I, it just it just sounded like a premium plastic. Man, good Dang. stuff. This you, can go, you go first this time, Hunter. The next one is called S plastic. S plastic. I mean, that could mean anything. <laughs> Not to be confused with S line. That could mean anything. But Ooh. I'm going. Pick a number between one and two. <laughs> Do you want me to just to go first? You know, I want you to pick a number, one or two. My answer is going to be the same either way. Just let you know. Okay, that's fine. You my pick answer. A number. My answer is no, no. I, I, pick the no, number. My number. My answer for what number oh, I'm picking oh. is number two. Number two. That's baseline. I'm also saying baseline. Sounds oh, like I think it's baseline. It is baseline. Heck yeah! From soon discs. Soon. S U N E. So best I can do is tie you now. Okay. So I have more. to go opposite of you. So you just go first on these last two. All right. Next we have. I'm gonna get them right anyway. Storm plastic. Storm. Oh, that's that is a. Uh, dang, I just wanted to come right no. out of confidently, okay. but I couldn't. Storm disc is what I'm thinking of. No, it's not that's storm not, disc. That's storm. not the same. Storm plastic. Dang it! Don't get it twisted. Storm. Storm is a baseline plastic. All right, gotta go premium. It is a premium plastic. Let's go. Poop. Come back. Poop. Come From back. Viking disc. So it's two one. The last Dang, one, dude, chance of the tie. Maybe we'll have to pull up a tiebreaker. No, let's just make this worth two. Oh. oh. Well, no, okay. No, no, it's, no, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It's I'm worth sorry. Two. No, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll bring up a tiebreaker if I get it. That's more fair. Okay. That's more fair. Right. Let's not I, change the rules mid-game. The last one is Alpine plastic. Alpine. Alpine is a baseline plastic. I'm pretty sure it is baseline, but I'll say premium for the ge- for the game. It is a premium plastic. Let's Dang go! It, really? Wow, I thought it was baseline. Yeah, I know it was AGL. AGL. Yeah, I, thought I, thought I remembered Alpine being a be- being baseline. I thought it did too. Maybe I, knew, I should double check myself. I knew it was AGL. Maybe I should double check myself. No, no, you are. But I'm pretty said sure it. it retailed for like 18. We're tied bucks. two two. <laughs> so <laughs> two two. Whenever, whenever you said it, I knew it was AGL, and I was like, oh, this is one that I know, and then I okay. got so excited. Let me. Uh, so we just need a tiebreaker. 
Yeah, let me. All right, fine. For all the marbles, I'll go first. Champion plastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up a another brand here. You want a Pick real one. premium plastic? You guys gotta get that new Lucid X plastic. That stuff is good. And I'm not a trilogy <laughs> fanboy, but that plastic feels good. Lucid X. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're new Lucid in general. Yeah, sorry. They're new Lucid plastic. But what's weird is like they're still putting out some runs that aren't the new Lucid. So you have to like pick yeah, and choose. Because the, you'd have to use a site like foundationdisc.com where you can like see the picture to make sure it's a I new. just wish something like that existed. Yeah. What in the yeah. world is this? Okay. <laughs> Here we go. The the tiebreaker plastic. A medium. <laughs> That's the plastic. <laughs> A medium. You want me to go first? You've been going first a lot. Yeah, go ahead. So it's up to you. I'll let you decide who goes first and who goes second. I don't know what's the advantage. I don't either. I'm just going to say you go first just to make things interesting. All right, I'll go premium. Okay, well then I will go. I I was going to answer baseline. Okay, it is premium. Poop. Wow, it sounded like a baseline. It did sound like a baseline. The plastic is uh, from a company called Disc Destroyer (laughs) from Estonia. It's an Estonian company. What are their other plastics? I didn't even get that far. Oh, okay. Well, I just fine. picked the very expensive one that was shiny and very much premium. <laughs> nice. Perfect. Sometimes you just have to pass the eyeball test. All right. Uh, we, Trevor and I both, we did this last year. We're going to do it every year now. Both have dropped our, our preseason top 20s. Um, Trevor's actually at the recording hasn't been posted yet, so I haven't even seen Trevor's. Um, yeah. But... I think that, so you don't even know what people hate on. So I'll let you kind of defend what you think people are going to come after you for. Yeah, I haven't gotten the hate yet. I you think haven't got the hate yet. I wrote at the top of mine like that I wanted people to just annihilate me on social media. So, so here's what... Uh, I really encourage that The biggest thing I got hate for was putting James Conrad at number 19. I, I, yeah. And a I, few things here. Number ahead. one, this is a preseason top 20. That doesn't... Preseason, preseason polls wouldn't exist... Preseason top twenties wouldn't exist if it was just last year's yeah. rankings. In defense of Hunter, for everybody that was like, it's one thing you're allowed to debate these lists. Yeah, but most a, people, everybody's debates that they brought to Hunter with his positioning of players was last year's statistics. Even which, some people went back. They're like, you can't put a multiple time major champion number nineteen. Which and I was like, this yes, list, I can. this is a this is what is we are predicting will happen this season. If yeah. you wanted, if you want the top twenty from last season, just look at. The, the earnings. Yeah, because the I, earnings used, list I basically, from 2021. I basically like, used last season's results to help guide right. this. So people would ask for my explanation. You could put be James like, Conrad at number one, and you couldn't technically say that he's. Yeah. I mean, you could say he's a little bit crazy, but like, that could just be what 100 things going to happen. I think, <laughs> based on the response I was getting on Twitter, I don't think people would have thought I was crazy. Yeah. Put him at number one. I don't. Y'all people are crazy. love James Conrad. Well, it's great for MVP that people aren't seeing the 34th place finishes. That he put up. They're only seeing first place at Worlds. It's great for MVP. Worlds is a very blind name. Um, when you win a major, it, it definitely because is like, blinders. Basically, people were asking me, like, why on earth would you do that? And so I was like, well, this is like what influenced my decision. I used his last year performance. Well, then people were like, oh, this is all based on last year. And they're like, then why on earth would you put Sexton and all these other place people ahead of him? I'm like, well, because with those with Sexton, like last year he didn't play a ton. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, if Sexton's doing a full tour, I think he's the 12th best player in the world. Yeah. That's. So, like, I'm using last year's to influence my opinion, but it's my opinion. I think that Andrew Presnell, Gannon Burr, Mason Ford, Nate Sexton, Andrew Marweed, I know McKell, I think they're all better than James Conrad this upcoming year. All right. I hope I'm wrong. I love James Conrad. I, I, I love a lot of MVP. I know. But, I did. But, 
I think I, I especially someone was like, you really think Gannon Burr? Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me if Gannon Burr ended in the top ten this year. Yeah, Gannon, Gannon Burr, Burr is, is disgusting, is and really he's good. seventeen years old, and yeah, everyone should and be scared. He plays of him. a lot uh, on the FPO side. I didn't really get any hate for my top ten per se, uh, which I mean is fair. I, I think I, I think I locked in the top ten players. I'm pretty happy yeah. with it. On the FPO side, I did get some hate for putting Katrina Allen fifth, mainly because. I put a line in here that in my head made sense, but when you're just reading it, it might not. I said, I think her putting struggles are holding her back from being elite. In my head, an elite FPO player is like one of the top like two or three players in the world. <laughs> and with her being fifth, I was saying like it's holding her back from getting to that level. Yeah. Where like Katrina Allen's obviously an elite player. She's I almost think it's, it's almost champion. like you can't, you can't consider somebody like... I think you were held back because it's weird to have like one of the best players have a very obvious weakness in their game. Yeah, that's what's weird. Like when you think about when you think about Paige, I don't think she has an obvious weakness. No, could, she just has like some tournaments that she plays bad, right. but like it's not like man, if she could just figure out, she'd yeah, be good. Exactly. Like that's for what's Pat, weird. It's like the putting is the, the obvious weakness of her game. Yeah, she throws better than probably anybody. But regardless, I put her fifth in, in the world, and people are coming after me. Yeah. And here's the thing: if I the people I put in front of her, Paige Pierce, Kristen Tatar, Evelina Solon, and Hina Blomers, if you'd put head-to-head Katrina Allen against any of them, I'm picking them more than I'm picking Katrina Allen out yeah. of 10. It might be 6'4", six, six, but when I'm looking at the list, I was, I was like, you know what, I, should I put Katrina Allen higher? And I was like, well, no, I think Hina's better than her. I think Evelina's better than her. I think Kristen's better than her. And I think Paige is better than her. Yeah. I really thought I was going to get some hate for putting Valerie Mandahano above Kona. I legitimately think that's... I think Valerie is the best... Talent-wise, the best mm. player on DD. Um, I think Cone is worth more because of her social media, but I think Valerie's the better player. And then I thought people were going to get mad because I put Haley at number seven in the world. No one even mentioned that. So apparently, I'm not the only one that thinks that way. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, could I, could I be over-exaggerating how good Kristen, Evelyn, and Henna are? Yes. Am I? No. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't think so. There you go. But uh, Trevor, I haven't seen your list, but tell me like your like yeah, I'm gonna I'm your gonna, ones that you think people are gonna be upset at. You I'm for. gonna sort of tease my list a little bit. Because, well, they've already seen it. Well, they probably they might not have. They might not have read it. That's getting, fair. This is being released very close to when the podcast That's fair. comes That's out. That's very so fair. So I'm gonna tease enough that if you haven't read it yet, you're gonna need to go look at it. So <laughs> scumbag me, I guess. But the things that are, but I would think would be slightly controversial in my list. Uh, I don't. I have Conrad ranked better than you did where'd you put him i have him at 13 okay i i feel i i feel like i can bet on conrad my my main reason for bumping him a little higher is i feel like you saw the hate i was getting on twitter no oh. you, yeah right like that matters <laughs> <laughs> mostly believe me if i was worried about the hate i wouldn't have done what i did with my top three Ooh. um Ooh. yeah tease tease uh but uh I, mostly because it's his second year with MVP, so he's going to have some added comfortability. He'll start a little quicker this year. Okay, that's that's why I have him mm. there. Um, I think my I have Drew pretty high. I have Drew ahead of Kyle Klein, for example, Kevin Jones, for example. Disagree with that. I I I have some really really strong opinions. Although I do on, think I have him higher than on Drew Gibson, and I think it mostly has to be. I think that Drew Gibson has discovered his game fully, I think, now, to where he's always... Like, he's now, when you watch him play, he is committing to the way he attacks courses. Mm. He knows that's his game, throwing the huge hyzer flip mids 
and you know going for the big lines and he's fully committed to it now and he, you can tell like he has a different kind of confidence in that strategy and I think Drew Gibson I think his putt got better last year significantly can't speak for the Shelly Sharp Memorial but uh I, I think that Drew is going to like really be solid this year so I think he's pretty high up there but um my top three is definitely going to be the most controversial mostly because I have Paul Macbeth at number three and so that'll get some that is that's going to earn me some slander I'm sure but my reasoning for that who's your number one I'm not going to say Mm. But my reasoning for that, Tank. yeah, my reasoning for that is not because of Paul declining, but just because of the higher ceilings of certain other players. I don't, that doesn't surprise me. I think, yeah, I don't think it's that ridiculous either, but I it's think people are going to act like it is. I went Ricky so. one, Paul two. And the reason for I put Ricky one, I wrote this, is he has the dagger back in his bag. That's it. I mean, was he not like the, one of the best putters on tour last year? One of, yes. But I think he'll I think he'll gain uh, I, don't know. <laughs> I think the dagger right. gains him like two to three strokes a tournament. Okay. And yeah. I also think he has the confidence of like I've won a world championship. Yeah, no, that's yeah, I think he's gonna be that's, so excited that, about being back. That is that's what, what I'm I, saying. I did that's, write there's that something about Ricky. nostalgia. Yeah. Like when I put Innova back in my bag, I just feel good. My FPO list, um, I did the same a similar thing with with my top five, my top uh, my top two is not the same though. I switched around Paige and Kristen, so that one is going to get me a lot of. Uh, so you put Kristen as number one in the world. Yeah, I've got Kristen number one in the world. I think Kristen, what, where's Cat? I think list? Kristen's the boogeyman when it comes to Paige. <laughs> like I think when Kristen, uh, but I think when Evelina, Kristen rolls up, things change. I realistically think that Evelina is better than Kristen. No, that, we'll have to see I, when they're over here. I, but. Yeah, it's all the with the players coming over, and I did this Vino. I don't have quite as high as you because I just want him to prove himself. A no, little that's first. fair. That's fair. Um, I do have. Hannah and Evelina ahead of Kat and kind of were the same reasoning. I just think that if you look at what Kristen was able to do, first of all, Hannah and Evelina are not new to the Pro Tour. No. I mean, the last Evelina time the last time a, we saw Evelina, she won on the Pro Tour. Yeah, I was going to say. She, she won Waco. She's won Memorial. She's won Waco. Um, I feel like she's won a major. If you look at them wrong. against Kristen, which Kristen has been incredible, she came on very strong last year. They can beat her. Yeah, they do so, beat her, right? They do. On, so like, it's typically one of those three win on the mm-hmm. European tour. They're like the three horsemen of the the European apocalypse that are coming, <laughs> that, are, that are coming over. Like, it is going to be it's going to be the real deal. So that those are probably going to be like that's going to be the where did you put Cat? Uh, I have her at five as well. Five as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have. We're, we're, you're just that one's going to get hated more than you would think. The rest of the like, I I also have Valerie. I have Valerie at eight. You have, where's Kona? I have Kona at 11. You don't even have her in your top 10. No. I have Macy just ahead of her. Macy Valadiaz? Yeah. Oh, frick. I think I see good things out of her this year. She plays a, a more um, more events this year. And I have Sarah at 9 and then Valerie. I think Valerie is like big time player to watch this year. I think so too. Big time I player think so to watch. Too. Um, I'm pretty excited to watch her on tour this year. But yeah, I think so I think that list is more controversial, people. although I'm sure people will, will dig at me for some of my, my MPO yeah, picks. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see once Trevor's is fully out what, uh, what people think. But last thing to talk about, this Golf Pro Tour All-Star Weekend is a little bit less than a month out. Kind of confusing how they're marketing it. Um, yeah, well, I, think it, I don't know where the confusion is. <laughs> well, the FPO, I don't think it's very confusing because they, they added like a correction in. The MPO, though, is, what was the is with the FPO? straight up confusing. Well, let me explain okay. the issue okay. first. But they actually edited their post on Instagram. I'm just now yeah. seeing. So 
good on them because this was very confusing at first. They posted all-star men's lead card, and they have Ricky, Eagle, Calvin, Paul. Mm-hmm. Issue is Paul is confirmed not going to the all-star event. He's told them. He's posted on social media. He's not going to be there. Ricky has said, I'm not positive if I'm going no, to the all-star I'm event. I'm pretty sure not. what he tweeted yesterday was pretty condemning. He said he's he's most likely going to try to just work on his dynamic, yeah. like wearing his new bag, and he'll see. He pretty much Vegas. said, I, unless he was like, unless what he was tweeting was like he was just riding the fence long enough to see if like the pro tour would pay him more to show up or something. But like, I don't think he's going. But my thing is like, so they're using Side Ricky. Note, I saw him throw a felon. On yeah, it was Instagram. filthy. Uh, Brody was like Brody was I was looking over Brody's shoulder on Instagram he, he might even show me that video but regardless I watched that video on his phone I said Ricky's winning worlds this year that <laughs> that's all man. that's all it took Ricky for me I'm bought in uh, I think Ricky's gonna keep the tradition of you switch from Annabelle and you win wagon this year. there's plenty of room <laughs> on the uh, Ricky bandwagon um, plenty of room and so Got five seats <laughs> anyways uh, I just thought it was weird because like so the Pro Tour added this note after and said if an all-star can't make the event, the next most qualified player will be selected as an alternate. Yeah. But my thing is like... The information was very, very why, easy to get that they knew that Paul at least wasn't Well, going. Paul had already told them before this post yeah. that he wasn't coming. But my thing is like... Maybe why, they just doubled down. <laughs> why didn't they confirm or like... Why make this post is my... I guess is what I'm confused about. Because they were saying like we want to honor them for getting the thing as all-star, but then why call it the lead card, not say people who qualified for the all-star event, lead card being announced soon? Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. I just would hate to because they they were also advertising tickets being for sale. So I'd hate to be someone who buys a ticket thinking I'm going to see cause right. the women's lead card. I'm pretty sure is set. And when they originally posted it, they already had this note on there. Um, so I'm pretty sure the women's lead card. I is, would is hope true. their mindset wasn't like, well, let's just post it as it is, get some ticket sales, and then yeah, because that'd be kind of scummy. Then because that yeah, that is kind of scummy. I was just kind of confused. With by that it. being said, though, like it's still going to be a very entertaining card. But sure, the but if I'm like of Paul and Rick is big. If time. I'm four hours away and I have to ask off work and I'm going to drive in to watch it, and it's like oh, I get to watch Paul and Rick on the same card, buy my ticket, put yeah. in my put in my it's a big deal vacation day, and like start booking hotels and stuff, and then a week from now or three four days from now. They're like, all right, here's a true lead card, and it's like, who who is it would, the next I guess it'd be two like in? Dickerson maybe, but then like, what if those people can't? Like, what if you just like down? Yeah, the top Dickerson 10? might not make that trip. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what if you just get down? and It's like, oh, well, you know, and then you bought the ticket because you wanted to see Paul and Rick, and now you're like, well, at least I get Calvin and Eagle, but I think they should give. I don't uh, know. It's just weird marketing. I think the finale winner it. should get an automatic spot. I think Nathan. Quinn I also think it's weird having an, an all star event, and like. Like, imagine the All-Star game and LeBron not showing up or Steph Curry not playing the All-Star game. Yeah. Well, like it just makes it seem weird. More, it's more comparable mm-hmm. to, like, the Pro Bowl in football. To like, the NBA, like, certain sports have, a, like, a very distinguished identity with their All-Star games, like, them being, like, a very big deal. The NBA, like, the All-Star weekend has always been a really big deal. The NHL, similar. Like, but in football, like, nobody... Nobody really cares about the Pro Bowl that much. So, like, players have been known to skip it a lot. It's also at the end of the year, similar to, like, this is at the beginning of the year. That's what I'm saying. I wonder if the timing is the biggest issue. If, because it, if, if it was, if like, this, in the middle of a tour swing, yeah, it, you might have more success. Well, what I said is maybe the end of the regular season. So, after Worlds, before the playoffs started MVP. To where you're in the middle of your season yeah, still, but, but it fits that little like gap still. Yeah, all star things. Here's here's the real bottom line. If you want people to show up to your all star weekend, pay them all five thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. Like 
then they're going to show up. Like, they, well, the, yeah. you got you to gotta make it worth the player's while. I think the tough part is like, and in like, Paul's a, shoes, he's not playing Las Vegas. And so why would he travel out right. weeks early when he's not going to be out? He doesn't even yeah. be on the West Coast till March. Because like, it's a cool honor. And then the Ricky's the day, like, I, need to know, I would rather have an extra few weeks before everyone sees me throwing my, my DD bag. I'd rather have a few weeks more of practice. Right. Whereas like middle of the season, you're not having any of those issues. If you like fit it into the tour schedule, because then Paul's already on the road and it's like, ah, oh, well, now it makes sense. I might as well swing by. Ricky's already comfortable with his discs and it can be the people who are currently hot. Yeah. Here's what you do. You do an all-star weekend in the middle of the tour swing and you do events. You don't just do a round. I think you no, do. No, yeah. They definitely they need to have skills games. So that guys and girls can get invited for certain things. Like get, the guys who get invited to dunk competition aren't all stars typically. Yeah. So like you Some have of them are, but not all. Right. Of them. So like you have a big cast of people all at the event. You can like, also have like your rookie card. Like you know how the distance showcase looks at USDDC. That should be the vibe of an all star weekend. Yeah. You know, everybody rooting on guys throwing over a lake. Like. But you could also like add in. It's just a weird. Like make event. the make a rookie and sophomore group of yeah, two foursomes yeah. and play collegiate doubles or something yeah to where like may, like switch it I up to where that, there is now, disc golf but it's not just straight disc golf i did but hear we that. haven't heard the format yet. yeah they're supposed to they said they were going to add in skills competitions yeah so we haven't year. heard the format yet it, they might be doing exactly what we're saying where there's it's not going to yeah. be just another tournament because if it is it's kind of weird like people in debate night were saying that nascar apparently has an all-star race and i'm like but what's the difference like the NBA, <laughs> the NBA basketball game, the All Star well, game. I guess the whole point is like people are trying to show off, so they're trying to do stuff in the All Star game. Like there's no real defense. They're right. doing stuff in the All Star game that you wouldn't see in the regular season, mm-hmm. and they form super teams. So that's right. why it's yeah the biggest deal of the All Star. That is true in individual sports. It's different because the biggest allure, and I didn't even think about this for like even for football where it's not as popular. The only thing that's maybe getting me to watch that football game is to watch. Peyton Manning throw to Randy Moss or like yeah. like the combinations. Oh my gosh, Alex Ovechkin is passing it to Sidney Crosby for a goal. Like that is the stuff that yeah. that draws. But you that's to what I'm saying is like games. in disc golf. Yeah, it's like you've well, got to switch just, up the format a little bit right. because if not, it's just make it a crazy high dollar skins match to where yeah. like people are trying to run, make it match play, make it doubles, make it something to where we're not just seeing because like you're not going to change your play style. Yeah. For an all-star event versus normal, because like if oh. you're an aggressive player, you're already going for crazy stuff. Like yeah. Eagle's not going to start doing even crazier things in an all-star event. Right. Like he's already right. throwing crazy lines. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's definitely going to be interesting to see how that keep, continues to develop and uh, what a, they decide to I'm do with gonna it. I'm going to watch it. No, yeah, I'm excited for it. It's still, <laughs> that is the one thing that helps disc it golf. being at the beginning of the year is like I'm so desperate for disc golf at this point that I will, I will watch it 100%. No, yeah, I'm going to watch it no matter what. That's actually it. what DD stands for. Desperate, Desperate for disc golf. Should be, should be that should be a stamp. Intellectual property. Okay. Gr- group claim. Group claim. Connor claim. <laughs> we're, we're claiming it for Connor. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, if you I've haven't yet checked it before. out, uh, go, go over to fdnsports.com. is where you can find my top 20, Trevor's top 20, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Also, if you haven't joined the Heiser Club yet, what are you waiting for? Head over to patreon.com slash foundation disc golf, and you can get access to ad-free grip-locked episodes. If you want to cut out the YouTube ads and also our ad reads, you can get that access to that. Starts at only 5 bucks a month. There's also a ton of like discounts, access to exclusive stores, bonus content, bonus podcasts. You can find all that information at patreon.com slash foundation disc golf and become a member of the Heiser Club. Final thing, we have a Facebook group now. Took us a long time because Heck yeah. I hate Facebook. I'm just going to be straight up. But disc golfers love Facebook. So like 
the kind disc of stupid. golf community in Facebook is goaded. Uh, so you can go over to uh, Facebook and just search Foundation Nation. You'll find our, our Facebook group. We really appreciate each of you for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you all next week. <laughs> <laughs>